Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hey, everybody, it's Shep Hyken, and we are back on Amazing Business Radio with another amazing interview, this time with a three, three-time offender, a three-peat. No, she's not an offender. She's a three-time guest. That's Annette Franz, who is the founder and CEO of CX Journey. And we've had her on before. We're going to talk about, uh, well, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about in just a minute, but a couple of reminders before we go forward. If you'd like me to answer any of your questions, please be sure to go on all of the social media channels, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Make sure you use the hashtag, AskShep. You'll find me, then push hashtag AskShep. Tell me your story. Uh, I'll respond to you either there or maybe bring it on the show, write about it in a newsletter. And the other thing is, uh, be amazing or go home. Not only the title of one of my books, but also the title of a TV show that is now available to be seen on Amazon Prime, Roku, uh, I don't know, YouTube, C-Suite TV. There's lots of places, Apple TV, lots of places that you can catch the show. We have great episodes on all types of different business topics. We have motivational speakers. We have authors. We have executives. We do company features. And of course, we do great content surrounding the whole world of customer service and experience. All right. It is now time to talk with Annette Franz. Let me give you some update. Since we last talked, Annette has come out with a book, just came out with this book, and it is titled Customer Understanding, Three Ways to Put the Customer in Customer Experience, and in parentheses, and at the heart of your business. That's a long title, but it's a perfect title, and it's a perfect lead-in to introduce you to my good friend, the three-time offender of <laughs> Amazing Business Radio, Annette Franz. Come on down. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So this is my lucky day, right? It's, I, I'm just going to give it away that we're recording on Friday the 13th, and it's my third time here. So it is a lucky day for me. Well, so yeah, absolutely. I think lucky for me, for sure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. We always have fun when we get together. So thanks for having me on again. So this is what you're known for. You're known uh, the CX journey. You're known for journey mapping. As a matter of fact, I have a client. I recently told them all about you. I hope you've talked to them because you would be perfect to help them with uh, creating their journey map, the exercise needed to understand all the different touch points that your customers have with the company and a lot of times what's happening inside. I know that today I want to talk a little bit about employee experience because the last time we were together, we didn't just talk about journey mapping. We talked a little bit about the content to the book. I want to get to some of that as well. But um, hey, let's just get started and tell us about the new book to kick things off and then we'll get into these questions that I have. Absolutely. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And, and um, you know, the last time I was on, we basically talked about the content of the book. It was right at the time when I was uh, really just, uh, you know, honing in on what I was going to write about and just getting started. So the book is really, uh, it is exactly that, right? It's, it's about customer centricity and customer understanding really is a cornerstone of customer centricity. And so it's all the ways that we can, A, understand who our customers are, um, the experience that they're having, you know, the, their problems, pain points, um, jobs to be done, and how well the business is doing to help them achieve all of those things. And, and um, so I spend some time going into ways to do that, but it really is about, you know, hard hitting in terms of you got to go and do this because it's so important. And I'll give a little teaser. The last chapter of the book 
is an open letter to CEOs about it, really the punchline here is it's all about the customer. Everything you do, it's all about the customer. And so think about it. If you had no customers, would you actually have a business? So that's, that's uh, how I close it out. Stanford University professor, Stephen Blank. Uh, this was his quote, great quote. Uh, Without customers, you don't have a business. Done. Point blank. <laughs> Done, exactly. Blank from Steve Blank. Yeah. And, and you need that. And so that's a yep. little bit important is, yeah. Yep. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the books I wrote, Cult of the Customer, I opened with this story about the great genie who comes to business land, who offers right. three wishes, one wish each to each of three entrepreneurs. And they're all yep. open an ice cream stand. And the first one, and he says, he only grants the wish if it guarantees success. And the first one said, I want the best ice cream. He says, that won't guarantee success. The other one says, I want the best location. That won't guarantee. And the third one said, I want customers. He goes, I'll get uh, you. Yes. <laughs> so that's the short version of the story. I love it. It's so true. That's perfect. It's so true. It is absolutely true. Yeah. All right, so yeah. And now we've got, now just real quick, we've got these 180 CEOs who, uh, who have just signed this, you know, proclamation that, you know, there's this new purpose of the business that we've got to focus on our people. We've got to focus on our vendors. We've got to focus on our customers. And it's like, what have you been doing all this time? Who have you been focusing on? So. Right, right. I wanted to ask you, because you use the word customer centricity. Your yeah. definition of customer centricity. Yeah, my definition is to is about putting the customer at the heart of everything you do, right? So I, I like to simplify and say no, no decisions, no discussions, no designs without first thinking about how does it impact the customer, how will it make the customer feel, how will it help her solve her problems or 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 fix her pain points, right? And you know, it may not be every single customer, and we have to look at at how it impacts your key customers. We're probably not talking about somebody who who is spending, you know, if you, I'll make up a number, you know, $5 a year when everybody else is spending $500 a year kind of thing. Maybe those aren't the people that we focus on, but we do our darndest to make sure that we always, in general, bring the customer and always just say, how will this impact our customers into everything we do? Right. By the way, um, uh, cable companies, internet phone companies, uh, they're all famous for focusing on the $5 customer. Let's give them a better right. deal than the one that spends five hundred. And, and, right. And it's like, come on. Um, all right. That great. Yeah. Great line. So customer centricity. Because sometimes, even when you decide, hey, we need to raise prices, you have to ask, how are customers going to react to that? And yeah. what are yeah. we going to do when they get upset about it? Because you know they're not. Nobody's happy. Oh yeah. Please charge me more. You know. Yes. I don't <laughs> So, I mean, how do you, what happens when we've got to raise a price or do something that's negatively going to impact? Obviously, if we're customer centric and putting our customers at the heart of everything, do we give in to the fact that they don't want us to raise prices or how do we handle it? Yeah, you know, you make, make a great point. You know, the customer isn't always right. And I think this is your quote, right? The customer isn't always right, but she is our customer, right? And so, so we still want to treat them with respect. And I think the big thing is, is that customer experience and, and customer centricity too is about setting expectations, right? So rather than just going and, you know, jacking up my phone bill $30 a month without telling me, give some warning, give some reason, give some explanation. And I, I think it's all about communication and about setting expectations. You know, I, customers don't run our business that way. There are times when we have to do things when, 
you know, like for example, the tariffs, the, tar the you know, yeah. those tariffs for companies that are impacted, whether it's, you know, steel or whatever it is, you know, the prices are going to go up, but the, the best way to do it is to really just talk about it and let, let customers know that here's what's happening and here's why, and just be open and, and transparent. We had a gentleman on the show, gosh, it had to be uh, just before the holidays last year, because I was kind of hoping he sells uh, these incredible electric bikes. And I'm trying to remember, I love this guy. He's so good because he explained perfectly what happened when tariffs were raised and he had to raise prices and how he went totally transparent with his customers. And that won them over. And I was kind of hoping it was before the holidays. And I told him, uh, I kind of told him I charge to be on the show, but I'll waive the fee if you send me an electric bike. It's... I, I don't charge to <laughs> and he didn't send me the electric bike, so I, I don't think I would have taken it anyway. <laughs> so, anyway hey, so the That's book, awesome. It's called Customer Understanding, Three Ways to Put the Customer in Customer Experience. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about not the customer experience, but the employee experience. Annette Franz, you're a rock star. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't go away. Are you ready to be amazing? Of course you are. That's why you tune into Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing here, you're going to love my new TV show, Be Amazing or Go Home. Each episode is devoted to sharing ideas to help you be amazing in both your business and personal lives. We also feature an app or technology every week that you're going to find fascinating, and we always have at least two guests on the show. The show is now available on Amazon Prime, Roku, C-Suite TV, and more. So the choice is yours. Be amazing or go home. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Annette Franz, my good friend, my colleague, and fellow customer service and experience expert. Her new book, uh, Customer Understanding, Three Ways to Put the Customer in Customer Experience, but I want to talk about the employee experience. So uh, how much of what you wrote in this book is applicable to the employee experience? Pretty much everything, right? I, you know, I write in the book too. I even say it in the book. I say everything that I'm about to say here in the, and there are certain chapters in there that are, that I'm specifically referring to because the first part of the book is really about sort of setting the stage. It's sort of building the business case and sort of the foundation for what's, you know, the three ways that I'll be talking about throughout the rest of the book. And those three ways, they're all applicable to employees. So, and, and I even have uh, some clients who call, their employees' customers. They call them internal customers, right? So they refer right. to them specifically as internal and external. So yeah, everything in there um, is applicable to um, employees, you know, because I talk about the three ways, which we talked about on the last show, which are, you know, listen, <clears throat> characterize, and empathize, which is surveys, it's personas, and journey mapping. And you need to do all three of those things to understand your employees as well and to deliver a great experience for your employees too. Yeah, and speaking of the journey map, uh, most of the people who create a journey map, create a journey map just for customers, the customer right. journey. But so much of what yep. that customer journey, like the interaction the customer has is being driven by something happening on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, yeah. yeah, if you're drawing uh, the map, usually it's horizontal where they have a point A to point B and there's, but you can go vertical on each one of those touch points and come up with a, a map just for that. And, and examine yeah. the employee experiences. And I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two different ways to look at the employee experience. One of them is to do a journey map 
just of the employee experience. So the interactions that the employee has throughout the, you know, the life of their relationship with the organization. So it's things like, you know, benefits and, um, you know, getting your review done, whatever it is that's happening within the organization a day to day, right? The other part of it is, is the service blueprint, which is the piece that is exactly what you said. It's the, it's what's happening below the surface. It's what's happening that's supporting the experience that the customer has. So the service blueprint has the tools, the systems, the processes, the policies, and the people that support and facilitate the experience that the customer is having. And that's where you'll, you're right. You will find, um, learn a lot about um, the employee experience there because, because you're going to find out that employees, um, maybe the wrong, maybe the wrong people are in, in place or they haven't been trained to do whatever it is that they're supposed to do at that point, or there's no policy or it's a broken policy or a process. Um, they don't have the right tools to do what it is they need to do. So yeah, it's a, the service blueprint piece is a really powerful tool, both for the employee experience and for the customer experience. And I love that you call it the service blueprint because that's what it is. So you just yep. mentioned the journey map for the employee. Uh, for example, when they come on board and now it's time for benefits. So my daughter yep. has got a great job up in New York City. She's working for an amazing company and she's been there six months now and they say, hey, you're eligible for benefits. And we spent hours uh, on the phone in the evening looking at the paperwork she has to fill out. Ah. <laughs> that's, you know, would we do that to our customer or as our mutual friend Jean Bliss would say, right. would do that to your mother. No, uh, exactly. why would you want to create friction with your employees for, for this type of thing? Um, so exactly. way, we talk about, and we're talking about employee experience now. Do you have a specific definition uh, of what that employee experience means and is? Yeah, I, I do. And it's, it's not that different, although it is different from how I define customer experience. So employee experience is the sum of all the interactions that an employee has over the life of their relationship with you know, their employer. So the duration of that relationship, that employment relationship. Um, but it also includes what I call the actions and the capabilities that enable her to do her job. And, the, and those actions and capabilities, a lot of that is around training, the tools, the processes, the resources, you know, those kinds of things. So I think that's a, an important distinction. And it's something that I definitely factor into the, the definition of the experience. What do you think employers, um, What's the biggest mistake, or can you think like what are the top three mistakes? How's that that employees <laughs> make with their employees disrupting their experience? Oh boy, oh boy. Well, you brought up something really interesting: onboarding, right? Onboarding and ori orientation and onboarding, right? I have seen so many companies where that is non-existent, right? It just doesn't even exist. And if it does, it's all about the company. It's not about the employee. It's not about like, what is, what do you, as an employee, what do you want? What is your career plan? You know, those kinds of things. Um, so that's a big, that's a big one. The other one I think too is um, tools. The tools that we, we give our employees to do their jobs, we kind of force them on them. We go here, <laughs> here you do, your role is X, Y, Z. Here's a great platform that somebody thought was going to be a great tool for you to use and never even ask the employee, like how they would use it, what kind of same thing, what are their problems and pain points and things they're trying to do day to day. So involve the employees in those kinds of decisions. If you're buying new software and it affects how they're doing their job and, and especially, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, operating systems and, and, you know, word processing programs and those kinds. Of, I'm talking about if you're a design 
engineer or a design person and, and you're getting a specific CAD software, involve the designer, right? Don't just, don't just pick a software and say, hey, we're all going to get this, you know, kind of thing. So, so that, um, that's two. Um, the third thing that I think would be, and we could go probably go on be, well beyond three, but I think the, the third thing is, is that um, leaders don't care about their employees. They, they, I, I love, I don't know if you know Bob leaders Chapman. He lives care in. about their employees. This is like yes, the antithesis yes. of everything we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you know Bob Chapman? He li he's in your I neck know. of the woods. He's, he is, uh, right. Uh, his yeah. office is literally three blocks from my office. Effie actually yes, goes to I, the office still. Yeah. yeah I know, right? <laughs> no, he's amazing. And the thing that, speaking of so amazing Tell everybody things, who Bob Chapman is. Um, Barry Wayne. So, oh, yes. Bob Chapman is the CEO of Barry Way Miller. He is, um, he's a fabulous gentleman. He's like a, a grandfatherly man who really cares about his employees. And this was, he had this epiphany years ago, of, you know, this, the way he tells a story about how this came about, this thinking came about, was, but his whole thought process is, um, you know, we have employees in our care, 8, 10, 12 hours a day. And what we need to do is we need to send them home in the same condition they arrived in or better. But what ends up happening is usually they go home worse and then they argue with their spouses or they, you know, the start dog. drinking or whatever. They Kick the dog. With, yeah, right. Whatever it is. <laughs> start oh, wait, we start drinking. Alcohol, so I went to work. <laughs> Trust me, I know people where that's the problem. So or that's the case. But um yeah, but, but, you know, that's his whole thinking in that employees should not be a cog in the wheel. This, I love this when he said this, should not be a cog in the wheel to a manager or to a leader's success. You know, we're all humans and we should be taking care of, taking care of our people. So he's got, you know, actually they just rebranded this morning. They just announced it this morning, but it was Barry Way Miller Leadership Institute, but it's now uh, Chapman and Company uh, Leadership Institute. So, um, yeah, so, so I, I've been a huge fan of his for the last, six or seven years and happy, always happy to talk about him. But yeah, that's what he, that's his whole thing is leaders don't care about their people. So. Wow. So those are three very powerful mistakes to avoid, if you will. Well, let's take another break. And when we come back, um, I want you to talk to us about how a great employee experience translates to a great customer experience. Again, the book is called Customer Understanding, Three Ways to Put the Customer in Customer Experience and at the heart of your business, authored by the great Annette Franz. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go away. We'll be right back. Good customer service is now an expectation. Don't provide it, and you'll be disrupted by a competitor who does. So what can you do to stand out? Well, that's the focus of my latest book, The Convenience Revolution, how to create a customer service experience that disrupts the competition and creates fierce loyalty. The goal is to reduce friction and be convenient for your customers. So if you're ready to take your customer service to the next level and disrupt your competitors, well, this is the book for you. To order the book, go to www.beconvenient.com. That's beconvenient.com. It's time for you to join the revolution, the convenience revolution. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. All right, Annette Franz, we're back. And I posed a question before we left for the short break. Um, great employee experience definitely, in my opinion, translates into a better customer experience, but I want to know your take on it. 
Yeah, you know, that, that's a, it's a great question. And here's how I look at it. Uh, you know, and it's so funny because I remember, <laughs> I remember a presentation that I did at um, J.D. Power and Associates. Gosh, this is going to date me, but that was back in the 90s, right? So, um, still in and high school. The, the, the still high in high school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you are too kind. Um, but the, but I remember the slide. The slide was just simply happy employees equals happy customers. I've been thinking about this stuff for 25 years, right? So um, it's, it, it's, it's, so I'll go simple and then I'll go to the detailed part of it, right? The simple part of it is happy employees really do create happy customers. Because think about it. If you're having a crabby, crappy day as, as the employee and you've got to serve customers, like, what are, you, what are you gonna do for them, right? You're gonna put a fake smile on your, you're not. You're not gonna put that fake smile on your. So if you're having a great experience as an employee, you love your job, you love what you're doing, then you're absolutely going to, um, you know, that's absolutely gonna translate uh, for the customer and they're gonna feel it as well. But the, I, I think the deeper, the, the deeper, more detailed mechanics, come from what we what we talked about in terms of like the service blueprint right so and ultimately how we fully define the um, employee experience right so it comes from having the right tools the right systems processes policies all of that stuff in place being taken care of by your leaders right so so when you have all of those things and knowing that that you are taken care of that feeling is is just it, it, it's undescribable for an employee so so and when you're taking care of it's not just hey i love my employees you know kind of thing it's also about getting the tools and the training and the and the recognition and the rewards and the praise and the and the um uh, you know, the communication and everything that you need from your leadership team. So now you've got this great employee experience. And really what that then translates to is outcomes are employee engagement, productivity, quality in terms of um, the, their deliverables, quality in terms of the, the product or the services. And then that translates to, um, you know, to a great experience for customers. Ultimately, if you get a quality product or if you have um, a quality service interaction with, a, with an employee, then that's going to lead to a great experience for your customers. And, and I, I just want to say that, you know, this has been around for a long time. You know, the service profit chain is probably, and it, it may have even been around longer than the service profit chain, but, but um, when that was first written about back in the early 90s, that's how they described it too, right? It's this very clear chain of events or chain reaction that happens when the employee is set up for success. Yeah. I, so many companies, I think they, they miss the opportunity. Hey, I know I'm a tough boss. I expect a lot. We're a tiny little company. I push people to their limits sometimes. I like to think I'm a fair person. But one of the things I've learned, um, I can't remember who taught it to me. I think uh, actually when I wrote the book, The Amazement Revolution, a couple of companies, Google was one of them. They said, if you can give somebody a part of their job, 15% of their job, of what they absolutely love to do, that'll make yeah. up for the 15% or maybe even 30 or 40% that they don't like to do, you know? Right. And, you know, and the rest of it, you know, they just have to do. Hopefully it's not bad. They enjoy it. But if it's yeah, love to do, let them do it, you know? So exactly. Like, I hate details, which is why I love that we have somebody in the office, Claire, her new title. Everybody gets to choose their title. Do you know what her title is? 
VP of Details? <laughs> director of Details. Like director of Details, even director better. Director of Details. And <laughs> Stephanie, who is our producer of the show, uh, she is she does like all kinds of things. She loved video. When she came to work here, she wanted so she does video. She produces this show, which is more audio based, but it's still kind of in the same genre. She is the self-appointed manager of many things. She I love anything. it. That's and, awesome. You know, and Cindy is director of <laughs> reputations, and that's mostly what she does is manage her reputation with her clients and her yep. social. But anyway, I, 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 I love it. If you let people do what they're really good at, not just, I went to school for this, but okay, so what's your right. favorite thing? I think that's part of what you're saying. You know, we'll go yeah. back, and I know we're starting to run out of time, and I want to ask you the one thing question in just a moment. Oh, yeah. But what's, so uh, I was at this event earlier this year, and this is crazy. We're talking about workflow and making it easier on the customer. Get this for an example, because I think it kind of sums it all up. You mentioned it. Company decides to put in a new software program, right? And they say, this yep. is going to be great. It's going to help the customers have a better experience. But it's so hard and tedious to use on the inside, it gives the employees a terrible yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was an example of why they were trying to redo their software because they recognize it. And that's what you're talking about. Give them the tool yep. to make their job easy. Don't make it hard. And, and I love that. All right. So yep. one thing question. We're here. What's All right. Here we go. Besides go out and buy this book. Besides that, <laughs> what's the one thing you want this audience to know before we get off the, the show today? And by the way, it's something you can reiterate it or you can come up with some new nugget of wisdom that you want to share. Nice. Well, I'm going to reiterate something because I think this is really important. And it's been my message over the last year. And I mentioned it that I, I close out the book with this. It's all about the customer. If you don't have any customers, then, um, then you have no business, right? But I would always put the employee more first. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's all about the customers except it's all about the employees more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it is all about the customer, but you don't have customers if you don't have employees to build things and make things and, and serve, service those things. So, so yeah, absolutely. It, you think about, I guess, I guess I would just say it's all about the people. Maybe that's the better way to put it is go. it's all about the people. Yeah. Yep. I think that's your next title for a book. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right. Once again, the book. <laughs> You've already got me writing another one. Oh, I yeah. know. So we have to have you back for a fourth time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't write. All about the people. Uh, so yep. customer understanding, three ways to put the customer in customer experience by Annette Franz. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Annette's website, which is? cx-journey.com cx-journey.com you can get it there you can learn more about Annette you can learn about the service blueprint journey mapping sign up for her newsletter it's got great content she sends out and posts quite often all right everybody that's it another episode of amazing business radio I hope you come back next week because we're going to have another awesome or should I say amazing interview so until next week this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.